If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And Happy Halloween. This is our Halloween episode. What does that make it? Episode 34? Did you get that? You, just, you interrupted my home. Oh, oh. Howl. Does a wolf indicate It was Halloween. Halloween. God, bitch. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was cute. Anyway. I know, right? Yeah. Oh. What? Sad wolf. What? <laughs> oh my god. Today we have a guest, a male guest, a gentleman. Jake is here with us. Um, Mom. Welcome, Jake. Mom, we don't know what the <laughs> Oh, you gotta look, gotta look more. They are doing Keep looking. Um, as you know, our children are always guests, and tonight... Relentless guests. Don't be surprised. There, there won't be any chips, though. There won't be any chips. Sorry. Sorry about. I see you guys. Now go practice. Okay. Shh. Go play. Go. It's where your it's where your hair stuff is. It's where your hair stuff is in your room. You know where all your hairspray. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we have a guest tonight. <laughs> Special guest, Jake. Um. My friend, stylist, designer. And spiritual advisor slash witch doctor. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Hi, everyone. Hi. How did you feel about that that introduction, that title? Did I miss anything or? No. Okay. You did it. <laughs> did you just make that up on the fly? Or? I did. That was like impromptu. Or how you envision? How that, you yeah, view him? Like, yeah. Um, I love you. <laughs> how was your uh, your weekend, guys? My weekend was amazing. What'd you do this weekend? My brother just came in town from Africa, who's also a spiritualist, and we just caught up and we did some rituals and balanced our energies and just had a good time. We actually hung out, went out partying. Mm-hmm. It was 
the most fun I've had in a while. That's you know, amazing. you gotta get you a witch doctor that knows how to party, you know, wants to hang out. And then center you. And style you, maybe. Uh, style? Oh, style, style you. Style you, center you, get you right, go to the party. <laughs> multiple, multiple uh, purposes. <laughs> multiple purpose friend. <laughs> um, well, we are pre-recording this. Because we're out doing some hoochie shit tonight. Faux show. <laughs> um, it's, I love it. It's, it's Erica's birthday. Now was last week. We haven't gone to Mexico yet, but we will be just getting back today. And we will surely be in a hoochie costume somewhere doing some hoochie shit tonight. And mm-hmm. I hope you are too. In fact, I hope you're listening to this on your way to the club. Not the club. The club. I also hope that you're getting very creative with your costume and you don't always have to be a hoochie on Halloween, although I probably will be. No, you can be a hoochie, <laughs> but just don't store buy pack, like don't buy the pack store hoochie. You know, make up your hoochie. You know, custom like, hoochie? Custom hoochie, you know, customize it. Make the list a little creative. I hate the bitches who just buy one leotard and they go to like Party City or like, you know, the Spandex website. Mm-hmm. Everyone got the same Nova. goddamn outfit on. And- yeah, and it's like cat ears and a leotard. Bunny ears and... You take Halloween very seriously, as do I. Very seriously. This is probably my most important holiday of the year. Um, I don't really give a fuck about holidays. They're all pagan. But this one, this one's real. (laughs) (laughs) And it's motherfucking important. (laughs) I almost got married once, but he didn't want to celebrate holidays and he wouldn't compromise on Halloween. Wait, are you kidding? (laughs) No, well, the Muslim. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not. I'm not. Um, And I was like, What? What about Halloween? <laughs> so He wanted you to wear a hijab. Yeah, no, he didn't care about the hijab. He wanted me to dress conservatively. He would prefer that I dress conservatively and that we didn't celebrate any holidays because they were all for Allah. And I said, what about Halloween? Aluna just did her <laughs> runway walk, just so you know. That is looking good, girls. Now I know that's my Luna child. might really have a runway walk, for real. Really? That was, I was impressed. She came over like... Oh, no, she, you know, she's very, <laughs> you know, I, I know it's my child because she can get very one with the music quickly. <laughs> she can do some fucking lyrical shit. I was like, okay. Interpretive but, dance. Yeah. Like her mother. Um, but yeah, Halloween is, is, I think ever since I was a little girl, I think because my mom um, was a makeup artist. Mm. And so she, I was like her little like. Muse. I was, yeah, I was like her little doll. She was like, she, I was like a devil one year with like all these prosthetics. I was like. Like a scary ass little that is a six year old devil. It just gave me an idea. Makeup artist like a style, Chucky, a baby Chucky because they're already small. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I, that's how I feel about Luna. But and I love scary movies, even though I guarantee every time I see a scary movie, I have a nightmare every time, and it's almost like I enjoy it. Like I enjoy the nightmare. Is that weird? It's kind of funny. It's up. very weird. What are you looking for? I was looking for my water, but oh. I don't know where I put it. So <laughs> here you want some? Sure. Um, <laughs> You know what? And my favorite part about Halloween, honestly, the costume part, is that every year I'm like, oh, I have like a couple ideas. But then it's like, at the last minute, someone's like, we're going to go to a Halloween party. I'm like, oh, I don't have a costume. What shall I do? And then I'm like, ravishing through my closet. And then I come up with the best costume. And I do like all this crazy makeup. I'm like, I'm the best. I'm Actually, the your best. costume last year was pretty fucking sexy. Which one? Ga- it was a geisha. Oh, yeah. I'm and then. Post that. Oh, it was sexy. You know what? I was having this conversation with someone about being a geisha. They Is it racist? Cult- cultural appropriation. Because I was going to be a do a geisha makeup tutorial, and they, were, and I was, they were like, you can't do that shit. And I was like, why? I'm a woman of color. So are Asian women. Yeah. And they Whatever were like, you and they were like, that's cultural appropriation. No. I was like, oh were, my if you, God. If you were Is just, everything cultural no. appropriation? First of all, no. our culture is 
absolutely oh, appropriate. Our whole culture is that appropriation. Can we talk about that? Yeah, no, like, yeah, that's uh, America is the definition of culture, vulture, appropriation. Today I was watching, actually, I was looking on, I think it was The Shade Room. And uh, someone was mad about with Kendall Jenner, like oh, I, I, said, I said that to you. I was like, this, they're reaching. I wasn't even mad. I'm right, like, my hair's poofy. You know what? That's what irritates me. Kendall Jenner, they like did her hair. They really like picked poofy, it out a little bit. Like, made it, like it was like, and they're like, why not just hire a black model? Why does she have an afro? The fact that she was like, next to a black model with oh, straight she, hair. She was <laughs> model had straight hair. I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of funny. But I was just like, this is really stupid. I felt like it was. I'm like, how far is? I get it, but at the same time, I'm like. How far are we going to go with this? I think white people are like, these niggas. <laughs> For sure they <laughs> are. Just complaining again. Nigga time. Nigga time. Okay, but I'm very pro-black, so. So am I, but okay. I felt like that was just a bit much. Let me have an honest, I'm going to have an honest moment. Okay. So, speaking of culture appropriation, today my homegirl, <laughs> my homegirl sent me, um, this like uh, dance hall, a big Instagram dance hall girl, but she's Swedish. Spice. She's oh. Swedish. It's like a, oh. it's just a room full of Swedish bitches dancing hard to dance hall. Uh-huh. Like, no, my girlfriend Jenny, shout out to Jenny. Uh, she loves dance hall. I, I DM'd her. I was like, do you know her? She's she like, does. She, I, was like, she's, I was like, have you been there? She's like, actually, that's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but then I found myself like, ah, oh, these culture appropriating twerking bitches. <laughs> On the internet, but that was like after seeing a bunch of like hatred. So I think I was just a little angry. Your auntie was sending you. My auntie the... was sending me the angry, the angry black uh, propaganda. Can you do my nails? Yeah. After this, I got you. Rainbow. Did she say rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> she said, "Can you do my nails?" Rainbow. Oh my god. Yeah. My child is very spicy these oh, days. Oh wow. Apparently mine is too. Look at their conversation right now. You know what the scary part about watching their conversation is that they're mimicking us. I know. <laughs> that's, the fuck <laughs> that's how I am. And that's probably me like, God, again. Um... <laughs> anyway, what does Halloween mean to you? Is it like a thing for you? Or like are you oh, just yeah, like whatever about you're like, the, the real I've stuff. never really... Like, I've celebrated Halloween, but I never really got into it. I don't even think I ever, like, put some energy or opted to make my own costume before. Mm-hmm. Really? That's so weird because you're, like a, like, a designer. I know, but... He, just, he doesn't, like, he doesn't woo you? Nothing commercial woos me. Mm. Okay, um, what about Day of the Dead? I was about to say. Okay, Dia's this morning. That's the root of it. And we're going to Mexico this weekend, so can you give us some things we could do over there? Yeah, we're about to oh go. Oh, my God. We're going if to the Rosalito. Do you want to come? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Mexico for a while. I just oh. came back from uh. Tulum. Oh, okay. Um, you should go by the graveyards or the places where they set up the altars. And you can get free cleansings and, oh my God, and kids, even though you don't speak. I speak Spanish. She's Spanish. Oh, if you speak yeah, Spanish, that's amazing. Yeah. Yo, I'm Espanol champion. Yeah. Ooh, girl, we ought to be in the cemetery. Yeah, that's what I told you. Well, but I thought because... I'm well, going know, actually with a co-worker of mine this weekend to uh, go where they set up the altar. And all that. Yeah, because we'll be in Mexico and I think that... Because I think Dia de los Muertos this year is on during the week. So maybe this is the weekend that yeah. they're going to celebrate. But and, and I think it's really dope um, 
for the one time I'm ever going to say this in life, shout out to Disney. <laughs> for Coco? For Coco? Coco, Coco was, was bomb. Epic. It was Coco epic. Coco was bomb. It was Coco bomb. Was epic. Just also... Um, the music, yeah. just everything. The like Moana. They just, did, they did an epic me, job. It made me Coco. so proud. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not lying, but I felt proud. Yeah. I it was made like, it yes. a lot easier to explain spirituality to, to children. To little ones. And yes. I think that is very important. I think, I think even with Luna, I try to always, whatever I'm doing in my household, that's even remote spiritual I always try to like you know Coco because mm-hmm. I have an altar and I have like my grandfather who she's never met because he passed and she, I'm like that's my grand, that's Pop Pop's dad this is like for we're you know we're, we're gifting him something in heaven and I think that's I think that's a cool introduction I think Coco was the perfect way to do that, so mm-hmm. I think that exactly cool. I did the same thing with my nephew he used to ask a lot of questions and we would like answer them here and there but that movie really uh what is appetite and now he asks the right questions and he knows now what's going on oh and just for all of our like regular listeners this is my witch doctor with when we did i briefly touched on the pigeon thing this is what i did it with so we're gonna go a little deeper into that too i have i have a question like how did you start your journey into to take up your whole podcast <laughs> but, uh, to make the, the, the abbreviated the story, version. The abbreviated version. So we got lots of questions. How I started my journey was I was dating. I wasn't focused in college. I moved to New York at what, 17? From where? From Atlantic City, New Jersey, small oh, town. okay. I'm this beautiful man in New York City. Everyone is coming at me constantly sexually. So I was very wild and very sexual. And I was completely distracted from college. I think I was a C student. Um, don't say that. I'm like, that was pretty good. <laughs> Shit, C student. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even go. No, but I came from being... <laughs> I didn't even show up. I, I came from being a straight A student. Okay, so, okay, yeah, okay. like, my whole... Bleep that out. Everything just... <laughs> Bleep out that C average. <laughs> <laughs> I, my world came crashing down school-wise. But um, I discovered that when I was connecting to people... My energy was drained. I would feel sluggish. Mm. I was feeling sick. I, I also couldn't manifest. Like, there were opportunities, like, certain design jobs that I knew I should have had. And I couldn't have zero explanation as to why I didn't get that job. Until one day, it just dawned on me, like, my own lifestyle, my habits, my lack of knowing who I am and, and operating in my purpose was affecting um, my own manifestations. Mm. But even that, even that question, lacking your purpose and not knowing yourself, do you think that had been at any point... I'll take it. At, at any point, like, instilled in you? Had, had you seen any, like... Because, like, some, some people from New Atlantic City, New Jersey, wouldn't have even thought that deeply. As in, like you know, thought inwardly of your spiritual journey that why am I not able to manifest things? So even prior to that, what was your, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did My you even know what manif- a lot of manifestation was, is? Seriously. What did I know? Or like, wait, did, you have, I, did you have anybody in your is, family th- that look, like... Look, look, this is how I knew. I'm a very skilled designer. I thought I should have been rich my first year out of college. You couldn't tell me I always knew that I would be very wealthy from design. And 
when the realization hit and my bank account hit that I wasn't rich, <laughs> I, yes, I started doing some a lot of work. You like, yo, what? <laughs> we need to get this together. Something's yes, not aligning here. Something was not right. And <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. It wasn't only just that superficial statement, but it was the fact that I could feel it. Like because you... my intuition had already okay. been very honed and strong, specifically from my ancestor lineage. Um... I didn't have any living examples of spirituality, mm-hmm. but um, there was a few instances in my childhood that I will never forget. Okay, we need one. <laughs> We're going to need at least one. My dad used to be involved in criminal activity. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Okay. Committed a crime, came home, deposited the receipts of the crime onto a bed. I mean, whether that was Rolexes, first, whatever the case may be. Okay. And he started seeing spirits. Came out, long story short, that the person who was supposed to be the lookout for the job sent them into the wrong house. He sent them into a house of someone who practices voodoo in Santa Oh, Bahia. shit. So, my dad picked up the, a spirit. When he picked up that shit. And my dad was going crazy, freaking out. It just so happened at the time that my dad used to uh, be in cahoots with someone else who was involved with illegal activities and owned a deli. They were Puerto Rican. Okay. The son was a Santero and he was gay. So, my dad went to go see them just randomly. After this experience? After he started seeing the spirits. And he told them, and then they sent them to his son. And his son cleansed them. And I vividly remember um, the Santero. He used to do my sister's hair. Mm. I remember different parts of the house that we couldn't go into. Mm. I remember seeing the Eligua, which is a spirit. Um, You'll see candy outside of someone's house, at the front of their house. And it was just... You saw Eligua with your own eyes? No, no, no. Not oh, the spirit. Oh, just but the offering. The altars oh, and the okay, offerings okay. and stuff. And I was very intrigued by it, but it was just... How old were you at this point? 13, 14. Okay. Maybe 12. So that, like so that was probably your one of your initial... I had also always heard stories that one of my grandmothers could talk the fire out of people. Meaning if you were a burn victim and you came to see her... She could make you heal in a week or two instead of sitting in a hospital for six to eight months to oh, a year. Okay. Like someone with severe 3D. So burns. you believed in magic, young. Yeah, I or you always knew it existed. I, no, no, no. It, the ironic part was I stayed, I didn't like even think about it. I always loved Charmed and all the witch shows. I constantly <laughs> was watching 
witchcraft on TV. Like, I, was really, I was really into it when and I was Buffy, a kid. I've seen literally the craft? every episode. <laughs> um, but there was a fear in me until when I went to FIT and I got out of school and I started having that problem with sex when I would feel that people were draining me. So only in sexual intimate experiences, you, you were coming out feeling energetically drained? I'm talking about like so drained that I might have to sleep for six hours. Like yeah, I was, no I was coming com- across vampires, energetic vampires. Okay, okay. I've always come across energetic vampires my whole life. It's because I'm a spiritual man. And when you have a strong light around you, it attracts everything, mm-hmm. including other light and darkness. Like a moth to the flame. Exactly. Um... Mm-hmm. It wasn't until that this kid wanted to meet me for years. He used to hit me up on MySpace and Facebook. And I never, I ignored him. Um, just never piqued my interest to be like, all right, I'm going to go sit down and hang out with him. Fast forward five years later, um, I'm like 21. I think I just got out of school. Or maybe it was my last year of school. I was living with my roommate, who's now my best friend, who's also a designer here in L.A., and I met the kid. I was bored. He took me to a museum. Sounds we went so to weird. a lecture. It was boring. <laughs> so we left and we went back to my house. When he got into my house, I was a different person at this time. I was not living a spiritual life. My house was a mess. There were liquor bottles everywhere because I used to throw wild house parties. It literally looked like a college dorm, even though I lived in my own apartment in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was in my house, he was like, there's a fly on the wall and the fly is speaking to me. He was like, are you ready for this? He was like, one of your ancestors, your grandma is telling me things to tell you that you need to hear that's going to change your life. And he was like, I'm what you would call a psychic, um, a traditional African priest, and I can hear the dead. I've had visions all my life. Um, the spirits take over me and I can help you. He was like, do you want to receive my help? I was like, sure. I'm open to listen to it. It was at that very moment, any ounce of fear of spirituality went right out the window. He told me things that only the spirits would know. Things about like my body. Like I was sick like two weeks before. You were sick because of this. He didn't know any of these things. I didn't. This is before Instagram. And I didn't even use Facebook at the time. Um, So... He told me a lot of important things. He he literally cleaned my house with me, spiritually and physically. Uh, you could breathe better. The air was better once he got done. And he just, it was like the straw that broke the king's back in one second. From that point forward, I never had an ounce of fear associated with spirituality. And I literally dived deep into it, nose first. Where did you start? Like, how do you even start that journey? He gave me books. Got it. He gave me books. He put me on to lectures. Brother Panic, Bobby Hemmett, Phil Valentine. Um, you can look those people up. You'll find literally years worth of knowledge on spirituality, on Pan-Africanism. From those, those are the premier researchers in black spirituality. And f- they'll give you gems to laugh your entire lifetime. Wait, repeat that for our guests again? Brother Panic, Bobby Hemmett, Phil Valentine... Another one is Rasim Okay. Literally, you can, they have like a thousand videos on YouTube that are literally like six hours long. They have their own podcast. 
They do classes now. They've evolved. Wow. Um, and they have a huge following. And when I listen to them, I think they had like 400 to 1,000 people. Now they have like 40,000. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, very powerful knowledge they put out. In addition to him putting me on to lecturers, he gave me books. And he invited me to his temple where he like worshipped and he got initiated at. What he was literally a stepping stone. It was an Ifa Nigerian temple. In East Orange, New Jersey. Um, I didn't really do much spiritual stuff there. It was literally like an eye opener. I got my pilot wet, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, the only important thing that came out of that whole meeting with him was at that temple, I didn't get any initiations. I started to see stuff that I didn't really, my spirit told me, this is not your home spiritually. I met someone who put me onto all these books and all this knowledge and really just opened my eyes. Like within like three months, I was pretty much like a living guru, literally. After 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 meeting the second meeting person. that guy, um, yeah, like I was very in tune and I was very well read. I, I would read books. I would finish like a book once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just started becoming one with myself and understanding my life path and who I am and what I came here to do. And I literally explore every religion and tradition I could think of from Buddhism to Islam to Judaism to uh, the Kabbalah to yoga, Egyptian comedic practices, Ifa. Um, I started going to see psychics. I became certified in Reiki. From that point forward, my spirits just started bringing masters to me in New York City. Literally, uh, I had a Tai Chi master. I lived in the Bronx at the time, and he was my neighbor. And this man could put his hands out, and you would fly across the room. So, like, if you went to go fight and engage him, you could never touch him, and he could kill you with his energy alone. And he literally taught me his secrets for like two years that I lived in the Bronx. Like the karate game? Literally. <laughs> Except he did not make me go do those stupid things, those tests. Oh, okay. He just, he liked my energy. He was vegan. He had two kids. I think the exchange was I taught his kids Photoshop mm. um, because I was a designer. And oh. he taught me Tai Chi. Mm. Um, so like all those things, these little things just opened my path. And... I think at that time, I still had no initiations. I was spiritual for at least seven years before I got any ceremonies done. So what do you... So when I say ceremonies, ceremonies are what what's needed in people of color. They take you from being a young girl to a woman or a boy to a man. Rites of passage ceremonies, pain ceremonies, things that you have to go to to become a priest. Um, if you look at my body, you see these marks. They're from razors. If you look at my chest, you see these marks. Is, what, is that a cross? Yes. Mm-hmm. In African, in different African traditions, they place a certain amount of these on your body, and they make slices into you, and then they put a spirit in you mm. in these marks. It's like these, an implant. It's not really an implant because it's something that is natural to your body. 
they're basically just giving it more strength. Mm-hmm. It's called a rayado or a cutting ceremony. And it puts a very strong spirit around you who has your best interest at heart for your life path. Whether you want to become a singer, a designer, it just clears out all the BS in your life. It clears out bad people in your life. You you kind of just start seeing friends move away from you who didn't have your best interest at heart. Um, and that is how the spirit works. How, okay, so one thing I hear, a common... Uh a common opinion I hear from people is that I don't want to get involved with that because A, people are scared, but B, you know, it is real and I don't know if I'm inviting in dark or light spirits and my theory personally is that, because I haven't gone nearly the journey you have, but I know what I'm manifesting, I know what I'm asking for and I have intention and I have like, I have faith in those intentions, I have faith in my spirit guides, I have faith that I... You, my intentions are, are pure and straight, but how, how do, like, for people who have that, you know, there's a negative con- connotation. Con- connotation. Connotation. I understand where the negative connotation, I've been through so much negativity down this road. You don't know how many people can meet me and sense my energy and will do something spiritual. I've been spiritually attacked at least a hundred times. I'm literally like, but... My path is that of a warrior. My spirits have taught me how to rid myself of it, how to cleanse constantly. So, you're conscious of it. Basically. I'm conscious this of it. This happens to and the I average know, person who's not even aware of it, but at least you're conscious of it, and you. Can, and I know can, how to deal with it okay. almost immediately. Um, and with that said, there certainly are negative aspects, but there are so many beautiful, healing powerful positive aspects that completely outweigh the negative it's literally like the few rogue people who do the negativity or give it it's that negative name just aren't on their highest purpose they're they're scared literally and and, and unfamiliar and when you're unfamiliar with something and you've been taught something you've been taught that it's scary and it's it's dark and it's blah, 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 you're going to immediately, especially if you're very religious, no offense, but like um, you're going to immediately attach that, which I think is very odd. Here's what I'll say to it, to the person that's scared. When you connect to this, you eliminate accidents out of your life. There are ceremonies you can get done to make a pact with death, meaning you will never be taken before you complete your highest purpose. Whether that be raise your two children out there or raise 10 grandkids, whatever it is, or become a famous singer, you you can't die in a plane um, crash or anything weird like that because the spirits will be there protecting you. All this police violence against black people, if you had your power spiritually, it wouldn't affect you or it wouldn't cross paths with your family because you would be protected from it. Or if something like that happened to someone in your family, you would be able to do something and the person who committed that crime would be punished that night. So with that being said, um, I think... So there's a power in it that is to benefit people of color. Don't fuck with me, motherfucker. Power. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> Beyond that, there's I know, so I mean, for, many I mean, healing, other, like, other beautiful things, but... <laughs> I know so many included. herbs that heal all kinds of diseases and I've met so many spiritual people who know their magic and can solve just about any problem you're facing in life. I think for me, um, my 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 
inner witch and my relation to spirituality and magic, it's very, to me, it's like, duh. Like, first of all, especially as a woman of color and of African descent, um, I feel like that makes more sense than, like, white Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, like, just like Native American, like, indigenous people in general, um, you know, I think at, at one point, we're very washed down now, but th- that shit made sense. And, like, the fact that, like, low-key Haiti is supposed to be one of the birthplace of voodoo, and they're the only people who overturned and got were independent. Like, there, there was and a, I just came back from Haiti a month ago. Yeah, and, and that's an, I want you to talk about that, too. Your travels. You travel to places with in, spiritual intentions, and you, you find. I also feel like you, when you seek certain information and things in people, you absolutely find it. I know that's a lot of your journey. You've traveled a lot of places. But I, I was saying, like, I think for black people specifically, I think magic was used... It was in used that time, to advance societies. If you read all about indigenous people, because Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Even Sensory, like, yeah. But it's not even just in black and not even just in Africa. You no, know? Like, Latin, Latin, Latin America. Even, Asian? No, like, yeah. It's in Thailand. It's, I mean, the Buddhist culture itself is so close to voodoo. When you really go over to Thailand, you would be mind blown. They do spells. They have amulets. Like, what people define as, like, these monks mm-hmm. that are so peaceful, they do the same thing as Africans. Right, right. They go in the graveyard and do rituals, like, it literally is very, very, very close to Ruru. And I think even religion is somewhat birthed in those places. And it, it all kind oh, of... They took what they wanted out of it. They took what they wanted. Because, you know, there's a ritual. There's a ceremony. A wedding is a ceremony. A funeral is a very weird, creepy ceremony. Everybody's wearing black, surrounded around a dead body. Right. And a, a wedding. A, a, a wedding. A the, the, these are these are common denominators, and that's what I say to religious people: is like you're eating the the, the blood of Christ and the body. What the fuck do you think you're doing? It's a rit- ritual, just like our words, our spells, everything we say, everything we think. There, it's all magic. Literally. You're just underestimating your magic. The music. Music is the, is the real spell. I'm a huge music witch because I can get some drums going and get naked. <laughs> Bitch, you can't tell me I'm a nature. Fucking swag surfing in the in God's presence outside. <laughs> Seriously, like. And the power of prayer is is unbelievable. In the same token, that I think that is the the bond that holds every one of these traditions and religions together is learning how to pray and the different ways that people pray to activate the magic, mm. to activate the manifestations. I I mean I've been spiritual for at least a decade now. I'm still. When I was in Haiti, they taught me some beautiful, beautiful ways of praying. Um, I mean, one I'll share. You can... So to get you in a magical mode when you're like... So say you want a job or you want to pray for your grandmother who's sick. In Haiti, I learned that they say three apostles. They do three Our Father prayers. And some people do three Hail Mary prayers followed by three Apostle Creed's prayers. And then they make the request. The whole time they're doing the prayer, they're visualizing what they want. And they're getting into a mode. By the time that they start saying, I need to pray for so-and-so to get better, 
the energy, the presence of spirit is so full in their heart and around them that it makes manifesting these things much easier. And the connection is much stronger. J- just that, just that brief, uh, that brief introduction that I'm calling on you. But I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. So they're singing, they're doing Hail Mary prayers. So they're using Catholic. Guru is heavily influenced in Haiti, particularly by Catholicism. Huh. By, That's so interesting. Yeah, because there's a lot of Catholic gypsy magic. Too. By there's so many influences in these African traditions. Paulo Mayombe is heavily influenced by grimoires of gypsies and. Jewish Kabbalism. So, but, but, so basically, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to understand, though, is that, so these Haiti, these rituals that they do in Haiti, are they based out of their own indigenous rituals, Absolutely. or are they based out of Catholicism that came to their island and they flipped it? It's no. a combination. I, I think because, yeah, the migration of The people. migration of people. So they were like, this works too for Well, me. you know, in Haiti was just like in other Latin countries where they, they banned uh, the religion, so they mask it under the cover of the saints. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Wait, wait, I so didn't realize that. So they, they, they back they banned, in the time of slavery, they banned voodoo, they banned oh, so, spiritual so, practices. So they so covered it. They, they practiced it in the guise of saints. Oh, the guise of wow. The that, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, another huh. thing about that, because I know, because um, we've done a couple of rituals together or whatever, and or ceremonies, and we'll say, well, you know, who. Only prayer I fucking know is our Father who art in heaven, and that's because I went to Catholic school for four fucking years, and that's the only one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what I because I had a, like a seventh grade super godly phase. Um, did you? I did. Wow. Because my parents are not religious. My dad told me Jesus, like some white man made up Jesus. Everybody believed it, and like we didn't really celebrate Christmas. I mean, we did. So then, but, where did it come from? This godly phase. I don't know. I was in seventh grade. I was bored. There was a winter camp, and oh. there was a youth group or some shit. Danielle got into it. <laughs> I got into it, whatever. But what I came to the... I tried to stop cursing, Sorry, bitch. I'm just trying to imagine. I know. It was, it was eighth. It was like seventh, eighth grade. Me and Danielle were leading like youth groups. It was very strange. My dad... One time my parents went out of town and I was like, Dad, um, while you guys are out of town this weekend, I'm going to get baptized at the church. It's the church on the way over there in Sherman Way. Oh my God, I've been there. I know you have. And he's like... My dad was like, mm-mm. I don't feel comfortable with that. He told me I could not get baptized. Wow. I cried. I thought, you are the devil. The devil is in you. I prayed for him. Oh, my God. All that stuff is really good for you, no matter but what listen, religion you're in. What I was gonna, Baptism. What, what I learned in that period, because, okay, I'm going to tell you where we came out of it. We were really into it. We went to this fucking Christian camp up in, uh, like, Big Bear. We stayed for the weekend. We, like, prayed the whole goddamn weekend. The last day, they tried to make me and Danielle get our tongues. And like, oh, like start speaking in tongues? Start speaking in tongues. The whole church starts speaking in tongues. Me and Dan looked at each other like, what the fuck is going on? Shit got, <laughs> I wish it's the same thing. Shit got strange real <laughs> that, quick. Those are the churches I'm used to. Shit, that's the churches my daddy used to take me to in Texas yeah, and Texas, out here. Shit got strange. And they were like forcing us to get our tongues. They were like, do you feel it? Do you feel it? And we were looking at each other like, blah, 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 blah. So after that, we like, we got off of it. But what I will say is when you give this is when I, I think I didn't realize it then, but I connected truly with my magic because I realized when you put a group of people together, all with one deep intention and all opening themselves emotionally up to this unknown place, whether it be Jesus or whatever the fuck, you have 30, 40 kids, pure kids, and you're saying, God is going to help me. Jesus is going to do this. And you have really putting energy, A, you feel it, B, the shit manifests. Because we are magic. We are God. 
We I was have, literally about to say that. It is not an unknown force. It's that us. source is in every source. living thing. It, as above, so below, literally. And, and I think, and that's with any religion. So be like, I saw miracles at the church. I saw this happen. I felt this way. Things happened to me. And it's because things will happen to you when you hold, see that for all the religious people listening or people, when you really believe in some shit and you are you want more and you believe wholeheartedly that Jesus or this unknown mystic God is going to help you out of it, it will inevitably do it. And if you put that same faith and hope in, in anything, it, it will do that too. So I think any, any, like any prayer, whether it be, you know, Catholic or Jewish, if you have intention, that's how powerful our, our intentions are. And that's why it all kind of like relates. A hundred percent. I agree with that for sure. I think that, you know, at a young age, I definitely felt like, um, she wants to play with you. Stay she here. wants to play with you. Are you guys going to put, you guys, did, did you guys do stamps? Did you guys do some stamps? You going to paint? Oh my God. Should I even let them paint? Go play, you guys. We're, we're working still. You guys go go. You know what I think? I think you should put on another outfit. I think you should do a quick change. What do you think? Go, Irie. You can be. Go put it on. Go, Sir Luna. What's this? Close the door. Close the door. Close the door. Luna, close the door. Thanks, Lou. Go show her. They are adorable. Huh? It's a secret. She's going to tell you. It's a surprise. Anyway, um. What I was going to say is that when um, when I was a kid, I uh, I definitely, because, you know, as kids, we're so open and, like, I think my spirituality and, like, my belief in other things happened because I, I used to see things a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I used to see, um, just I used to see, like, just, I guess, spirits and Images. ghosts yeah. and especially my dad's house. My dad's house, I think I've talked about this before, my dad's house is definitely... His house right now that we went to? Yeah, he has a lot of spirits in his house. Met Multiple people have seen them, like different people that don't live there that stay, that won't stay there anymore. Damn. So much so that Penny will get a hotel when he leaves town because it's too much. Oh, she she does not stay there. Because even, even he has the, some even, bad ones there. Even with the kids? But he just has, he has ones that only fuck with him, pretty much. Other than like his spirits? Or maybe I don't the know. houses or whatever. Well, the house is buried right next to an old Indian burial ground. Because it's How in the Santa you... Monica Mountains. From like way back in the day, they used to, and there were also a cult lived across the street in like the sixties. Oh shit! In that, we didn't like, go to Halloween over there. <laughs> it's it's, and I that was the first time I ever saw a ghost. Where is house in Calabasas? But like way far. Deep. Well, now it's deep, but like now the more houses are getting built there. But he was like the only house there for a long time off Las Virginis. Um, and so at that at young age, like I was scared by it, but I also was super intrigued by it, and I also noticed that like. I would always have visions. Um, but then I went to Catholic school. I think it started before Catholic school. I think my mom sort of started to get, I think she was going through something. And so, you know, a lot of times people turn to religion. And so we would go to church. And I always felt, I just, I didn't connect to that. And so then I started doubting what I, what I felt or what I saw before. And I was like, oh, this is just bullshit. Like, you know, like I, I can't relate to this. But even now, like things like, I don't want to say I can't relate to it now. I do believe I do believe in it, but I think that honestly, Catholic school definitely like turned me off, turned off that part of my 
that that part of me in a way. That what? Because it was taught to you that it was like magic is bad. It's no, pagan. no. I just felt like Catholicism in general. Oh, it turned you off to to, just, to anything religious or structured. In I think any- as I've gotten older, I'm definitely more spiritual. When I went when I was in college and I started reading about like Confucianism, Buddhism, Hinduism, and those spoke to me when way more. When I was in college, um, and I was there was a period. I think anyone spiritual goes through where they're completely turned off by religions. Oh yeah, um, I think yeah, absolutely. Pick one. Just pick one. But as you grow and mature, you realize that there's magic and mystery and healing and power in every single book, every tradition, every aspect of spirituality on this planet. Every song. Every land. But I think I'm always, that's the thing, like, I do believe in it because there is, it pops up in my life all the time, different things where I'm like, this is not. There's no way this, there's is, no way this, this. is a coincidence. I've seen this before. I've been here before. I know. And I've always been a really good read on people. And I always say it's because I'm a Scorpio. It is. I was going to say it's our but, water signs. When's your birthday, Jake? September 5th. Virgo. Oh, yeah. But it is that, but When's I also... October 25th. This Thursday. I have a lot of friends who are Scorpios. And, and I think water and, signs are highly No, I do. I, I feel yeah. very intuitive. Um, and I feel like, damn, I, I wish that... Not I wish, because there's always an opportunity. Like, you had this, this moment where, like, suddenly everything... Yes, baby. Oh, shit. Pick it up. Clean it up, you guys. Clean it. Huh? Pick it. Where is it? Pick it up. Put it in the sink. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of Kids. I know. Um, but what I was saying is that just like him, like he had this aha moment. I feel like. I feel like where everything clicked for him and the interest came. I think being friends with Jamila, like, she definitely has, like, brought... Even my, my family, they're from Texas. They practice voodoo. Like, I saw that shit growing up. I saw, like, pins and, like, dolls with pins all in them. And, like, my my aunt got really into dark magic and casting spells for her own gain. Really? And... I had an aunt like that, too. Yeah. She even tripped, put a spell on me. Yes. I think there's always... It's okay. One person in every family who is the healer, who's magical, and then there's usually one person who is a detractor to anybody in their family becoming spiritually enlightened. And, and don't get it twisted, because there's no magic people in my family that I can think of. I got like my super crazy Christian grandma and uh, Jehovah, but I think a hater can be a spiritual, like, if you, just like you could put any good intention, you could put, like, if you're just a hater, if you're just a bitter bitch, you know, and you're hating on somebody, you don't want to see them grow, and you speak poorly about, like, there's people who are obviously, you guys are talking about, they're conscious of what they're directing their magic, mm-hmm. but people who are just bitter. Yeah. And. Well, that's powerful, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like, I've always felt like, if I would just focus on it, and I wouldn't, and take it more seriously. I could tap into yeah. something and be even more powerful. Oh no! I and totally I, I think there's a fear there for me. Like yeah, I'm, I'm be almost scared cold. because I have seen things, and I, I have seen things, I have felt things, I have predicted things where I'm just like, whoa, you know what I mean? Or saw, foresaw things, or you know. I think I'm more just kind of. I know it's there, and I'm just kind of waiting for this. I don't this 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 something to. Uh, I don't know, like some. Something to become more clear, but there were times where I'll—I remember even no. Uh-uh. Oh, she unplugged it. <laughs> I um. Hold on. Let's take a quick break. 
sorry about that. We're back. Continue. Um, I think I was saying that I remember being young and also seeing seeing things, seeing like a little boy spirit in my house often, but like never being scared of it. Um, having like really clairvoyant moments. Um, sometimes I now I'm trying to get more in tune with it, but sometimes I'll meet people and I'll get feelings or you know like I mean I don't know it could be me judging or me thinking I have no something specific. Like, you know, and, and sometimes I'll say stuff about it, but sometimes I'll ignore it. Even when I'm really, like, <clears throat> in a bad place or I need an answer, I like to – and I feel like I've done this since I was a kid. Ask for certain answers. In any way you can give me this answer, whether it be a billboard sign right now, a song that plays, I ask specifically for certain type of answers, mm-hmm. and then I receive. And I, I think for, like, a lot – I think women in – I think people in general are uh, – more spiritual than they're religious. I think they're more magic. I think there's our ancestors are telling us things, our spirit guides. And I think if we just take the moment to to trust our intuition, mm-hmm. it's there. I always have always said that for women, um, childbirth is a, a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in itself a, a spiritual journey. And you will go into a place you've never been before in, in that practice. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's just a matter of being in tune with those messages and with yourself mm-hmm. um so i know you you've been, you've traveled to thailand recently haiti even africa south america i, know you've been to I haven't been to africa oh, south okay america yet. not south america uh-uh, okay. not yet i've been to central america which is belize guatemala mm-hmm. um get up my notes again Jamila's favorite famous notes. Didn't I give them to you? Yeah, I did, but I don't know what they mean. <laughs> also, like that's why I say a lot. Um, I think magic and nature are a lot have a lot of com- like commonality. I like to really. I was gonna say that, you know, to the people that are scared of these type of things, literally all it is is honoring aspects of nature exemplifying things that people see in their everyday lives. I mean, that's how these spirits got their names, was from, you know, crossing the river or having to traverse the ocean. Um, People identified them and and categorized these energies and learned to work with them. Um, So it's literally just basically connecting to nature in a higher way. Speaking of water in particular, I recently came across something called, um, I think it's quantum leaping or quantum jumping. And I had heard this before and it made sense to me. Um, Obviously we ingest water, we're 80% water. Science has proven that water can hold, is affected by mood and emotion and is conscious and changes. And um, even like a ritual so simple as writing your current state down and filling a glass of water on one cup and then pouring it into a new cup that lists your your desire your desire state and then and then saying out loud these are my intentions with you know drinking this water and then you you know drink the water and even when people are praying over food you know like there's a lot of shit in our food now <laughs> whether you're trying to eat a granite or vegan or whatever the fuck who knows what the fuck they're putting in it i don't trust the man <laughs> it's all about setting intentions for whatever you're doing, whether it's food, a ritual, water, whatever. Um, 
The water quantum leaping that you're talking about is based on the experiments of Dr. Emoto. You can look him up. He has amazing books on uh, studying the frequencies of water. He did experiments by programming water by saying like hate, fear, negativity, and freezing it, and then programming another glass of water by putting love, light, and good energy into it in the glass that he put the negative stuff on, the ice turned black. The glass that he put the positive stuff, the ice was crystal clear and formed beautiful crystals. This is a common, actually you can look this up anywhere, this is a common practice even in schools. They do it a lot of times with rice, they sometimes do it with plants, and then they put it on display for schools. And they, wow, that's cute. They even have audio. So I've seen an experiment where they have audio, two separate types of audio for two separate plants or two separate bowls of rice, negative and positive. You see how the, the negative um, audio, the rice molds easily, the plant dies, they, they're, they're watered the same amount of time. And also they'll have, I've seen another experiment similar where the kids are told, you know, in hallway passing time, deliver these type of messages to this plant and this one. And it, it's it's always it's always the same conclusion so i mean i think that very thing just says we're all witches and we need to be careful what we say and what we think mm -hmm. and um speaking of like negativity and negative energy and positive energy i think that people have such a bad like like even like Satan's, like what is the, the the practice of worshiping the devil? Satanist. Satanist. I think in its true form, it's just the the um like the acceptance of the balance of the light and the dark because you can't have one without the other. And I think like the problem with religion is like Christianity or shit like that is like sex is bad, fucking is bad. <laughs> I'm saying all the sex stuff. You know, all these all these bad things. You can go to this hell, this fiery hell written place mm. but the truth of the matter is like everybody knows sex feels good <laughs> <laughs> okay. like duh getting drunk feels good sometimes you know like making bad choices sometimes has really good stories <laughs> and feels good and feels good and there's a sometimes like not like to the extreme and go kill somebody but like sometimes being liberated and, and sexual like well, it's all about perspective it's perspective and there's just a balance mm -hmm. and I saw this movie recently I only saw a glimpse of it on Amazon called Composition and it's about this one this young girl who's in maybe at like Juilliard or I don't know like some equivalent music school and she gets dropped financially so she has to make money she becomes an escort and during her escapades she starts to think of these crazy songs like composing these crazy ballads and I think also I, I came across a wizard once Luna let Irie put lipstick on by herself yes yeah, she can she can share and close the door no she wants to do it herself so let her give it to yes. Luna you don't own the lipstick you do yours, she does hers. Or, or I'll do it. I'll, I'll take it. Then share. You do your own, she does hers. You do your lipstick, Luna. You do your lipstick, and then Iris will do her lipstick, okay? Or else I'll take it. So get, okay. So close the door, Irie. I, baby. Irie, close the door. Go get the lip. You know where my lipsticks are. Get more. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, um, oh, so... I think, okay, which brings me to my next question, which is um, sex manifestation or sex magic. Because I've had, I've always thought innately that we, we release so much during sex and we're so open that we have to be, like, there's such power in that. Okay. 
Just pull, pull it, baby. Pull it. Um, and There's what? so much power in it and, um, in regards to manifestation and regards to, like, there's pros and cons to it. Literally, it's all in the partner that you choose. Um, if, if, they're, if they're aware of the, the, the combined manifest... Be, without them being aware, that's going two steps ahead. We've got to be aware. We can just use them. Yeah, I like that better. It, it's not even about them being aware. It's compatibility. It's are you with the right person? When you start engaging in sex with people that you're not meant to be with, that's how you pick up negativity and certain energies. Ha, ha. And you kind of bind yourself you, you, to people and energies. And if they got spirits or demons or darkness in them, you, you take that your on. womb is going to consume <gasps> that. Literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you avoid this? Yeah, can you, like, have you ever helped You should always be very sure of who you lay down with. I learned that. Took me too. I was 30 to get it. Me too. Me too. So can, can you say that even as spiritual and protected as you feel like you are from things that, like, obviously things still, you're, some, still things bullshit comes your way? And is it because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because is that because of most the lesson? Of it is or? a lesson, and most of it is... The spiritual aspect to me is a is a major warning system, mm. more so than anything. Mm. Like you can still jump off of a bridge and die. <laughs> I'm not invincible, mm. right. but you might get twenty warnings before you do so. After you are in a spiritual place in your life, you might have visions. You your car might wreck before you get to the bridge. Whatever the case may be, it, it's a a huge warning system, but it's not a it's not foolproof, you know? And, like, as far as sex and, and and that goes, like, is there, can you, is there, is there, a, this might sound ignorant, or I don't know, because I'm so, I'm, I don't know much about, you know, magic. Say, like, can you cast a spell on someone to give you good dick? Of course. <laughs> you can? Absolutely. Jamila just looked at me crazy. I don't know. Of all the things I've ever thought about spells for, I never thought about getting good dick. Look, you know what? People want to know. You can cast a spell for, to or, be honest or, with you, or, I mean, or like, anything. However... I mean, I know you can, can cast a love spell, and that can be dangerous, too, because, you know, you might have I the wrong motherfucker fall that. in love with you, and then become obsessed. And literally, before you start casting any spells, some people have... They call it con licencia, the license of the spirits to cast spells. That's what an initiation does. There are people who don't need them. That means that your angel, your natural gods were have an affinity to magical things. Maybe they were witches in other lives. That you're not affected. They work with you. Oh. Meaning, so when you're doing a spell, it's not just you. It's a whole army of your ancestors and guys doing a spell with you. And you don't need licenses to do that. But you have to to figure out whether you need license or not is the first place you should start before you're doing a spell. Because if you don't got license and you do a spell, it's going to backfire. And when I say license, I mean that's just a blessing of the spirit. Some people were born to be natural shamans. They don't need a ceremony to save their life. Whatever they do, they could put a rag over somebody's eyes and heal the blind. I know people like that. They don't need to go to Africa or to Brazil and get ceremonies done. They literally have gifted hands. That's what I mean. You need to figure out if you're one of those person or not. 
If you're not one of those people, you need a, you need ceremonies done to make the spirits bless your life and work with you. Otherwise, when you cast these spells, a lot of times it backfires on your life. If and you, you can only have license in certain things. Exactly. Like, like not everybody has a license. Like, you can have a license to this, this, and this as far as spiritually and healing, but you might not be granted access to, to everything. When you, when you get the blessings of the spirits, you get the blessings for everything. Meaning, if you're going to do a curse, you're going to do it good, and you're going to know how to do the cleanse yourself. Or if you're going to heal somebody, you're going to heal them so that they never got to come back to see you again mm -hmm. and d for that problem. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, that's just what I mean. Like, it's literally, it's more of a question, the license part is more of a question of giving your ancestors, your God, strength to help you do these works. Okay, okay. Instead of just acting like you're on charmed or something and doing works and then just you like wonder why you lost your job last, next week. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, um, I've literally lived this before. I've seen it firsthand. I think, I think, like, for me, I'm interested to know, like, what's, like, especially because it's Halloween. What's, like, this, like, what's, like, the spookiest or creepiest experience you've had with in Haiti? Your I saw the physical bones of. A zombie that was turned into an animal and the bones still had human features. Like, only our teeth grow a certain way. You can see that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't fate. There are evil people in this world and they do some really weird evil things. I've seen one of my teachers in Cuba, he makes, he got vipers that spit like the most deadliest snakes under his full command. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, full, like, there was a seven-year-old in the room, and the viper is standing up like this, the kind that they say if you're near it, will attack you and kill you, and under full command. Wow. I mean, like, I've seen a lot. I, in Belize, I studied under a, a medicine man who, it was rumored that there's a snake called the Fertilance. It's the deadliest snake. If you get within three feet of it, it can spit the poison and kill you. Um... He used to have them wrapped around his door. And if he had enemies or problems, they would come alive. And everybody in the reservations and the neighborhoods and the cities around him feared that man. Hmm. Um, wow. I mean, I've seen a lot. I've seen instances I've had car accidents with the same color car three times in one week. Mm. It's like things you cannot... There's no way on yes. fucking earth this is happening just simultaneously. And the color of the car happened to identify to a certain spirit that needed something from me. Oh mm. my god! Yes. Um. Mm. So what do you do for that? Like, how do you? You say, "Hey, I'm here. What's up? I get it." When the average person has a problem, they come to see me. When I'm having a problem, yeah, I, have to, see. I have to go see my mentors, my elders. I need to physically do certain ceremonies to call down my spirits and make them talk and say what they need. There's many different things that um, you have to do when you're someone like me and something happens. <laughs> wow. Um, but literally, I've learned lessons over 10 years, so it's nothing that I go through that I can't handle, literally. Um, so I know Jake because of my cousin Chris. And they met, like, super randomly. Me and my cousin Chris and I are, like, 
spiritual brother and sister. We do the weirdest shit together. We we can say anything to each other. We're totally on. We're, we're totally crazy in our in our, our mind and our thinking. And like not many friends can relate. So he's like, "Y'all met this dope ass guy." So randomly, he was so. I was like, "You better where?" Like some random meetup, and they were like totally on the same wavelength. So I just and then okay, have you guys read the books, um, Celestine Prophecy? Yes. Okay. Part of it. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, new one. Um, second bottle of wine. Um, Celestine Prophecy, and I've always felt this way. I, there's certain things that are innate in you, and there's things I can't deny. So intuition, intuition, mm-hmm. and I it is the number one thing okay. that is a muscle in your body that you mm-hmm. need to learn to flex and trust that will save your life that you need to learn to trust and develop intuition. The single most important gift that a person could connect to your God. Like that's, that's your God. That's your, your God. Like that's your godliness. Your intuition is that, that voice that's like, nah. Narcissist, or like do this, like it's it's always there. And are we, are we listening? I thought your phone was ringing. How it's on airplane mode? Maybe not. <laughs> um, we're still recording. I'm gonna call you back. The Celestine prophecies. I've heard of that. Okay, it's so, a book. Yeah, um, it's a book. It's a super easy read, but basically, um, it's just this powerful um, book, um, adventure book, low key about. Um, sorry. Is it Peru? Or? It's Peru. Yeah. It's Peru, and basically, there's like. Um, these tablets, these right? tablets placed all over Peru. First of all, the, the book starts, this girl, he, this man is bored with his life, he's bored with his job. This girl he used to date, this is quick, this girl he used to date randomly hits him up. She's like, I have a layover. Meet me at the airport at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. He's like, random. He needs some excitement in his life. He's bored as fuck. He's has previously been feeling this way. They're at a restaurant. She's like, I went to Peru. I started studying these, there's these secret scriptures. Um, it's the secrets to life. They're really trying to hide them. And while she's saying this, on another table, the glasses shatter. And it shifts the whole energy of the restaurant. And she's like, see, that's it. And he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, everything is divine. Everything is intentional. Everything that we, every conversation we have, every every meeting. Literally. Everything makes sense. And the answers are in these, they're hidden away in different locations in Peru. I think you're the perfect person. He's like a historian. They're hidden away in different locations all over the world, not just in Peru. So he goes on this journey. He goes, starts going to Peru. While he's on the plane, something happens. He overhears a conversation about these tablets, meets someone on the plane, then goes with him somewhere, and he just goes on this whole journey. The whole, all the tablets, as he discovers them. Oh, wait, is this the same thing as Angels and Demons? And No, this is the Celestine Prophecy. This is not the same author. I don't know. I never okay, heard of Go ahead. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Angels and Demons? No. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah. the Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but it was I mean, a book before that and it was about historians and... Yeah. Well, basically, if you, like- if you tap into your inner sense and your inner... The answers are all there. Have you ever been like in the valley a hundred times and you keep seeing the same face? You know you don't know that person, but you keep seeing them and you're like... It's or have like, you ever driven somewhere for the first time or traveled somewhere for the first time and, and know that you've been there before? Or that you're supposed to be there? It's happened to me countless times. It's this thing that 
even if it's a brief conversation, sometimes there's people you're supposed to have brief conversations with and they have a message for you or you have a message for them. Mm-hmm. Because your spirits speak through people. And people the, are a vessel, especially... Uh, your spirits can use anybody. Your guides can use anybody to, 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 to Yeah, to tip you off. And that's why when sh- weird shit happens to me, if it's a little strange, it's a little coincidental, if I just had a thought about someone and then they call me, I tap in quick. I'm like... I st- even random people who I feel connected with. Like if I'm in a room full of people and suddenly I connect with one person particularly, I'm like, hmm, maybe they ha- they need something from me, or maybe I need something from them. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes if I, you know, a, a, a sudden last minute option comes up and you you veer from your journey, sometimes you need to trust those. And I I, I I've always trust even, the process. Be in the moment. Always be present. I like I'm a I'm a big signs person. Give I'm me a, a huge signs. Person. Give me a sign. You give me the wrong <laughs> sign and I'm out. And I'll be like, oh, just I just asked for a sign and you gave me one. Me, boom. That's especially important when you're dating people and when you're getting to know people. Oh my you god! You need to pay attention to the signs. You should not ignore if the person's shoes bothers you to your core that is a sign to walk away there's a reason why something about that person irritates you i think that's or, or ba- i think that's like where it starts okay so this or, is so a lot of people feel that but they don't realize that that's that that that's that intuition that's their magic kicking in they don't even realize they just think oh god like i just don't fuck with this person you and know this, or i don't like that person or we we just don't vibe this brings me to a very interesting horror story <laughs> Oof. Um, I had an experience with this guy. I'm trying not to be too specific, but still get the point across. Sure. Also, this nigga's a witch, <laughs> so he's definitely listening. Um, and I felt like it don't mean he's listening because he a witch. Not uh, this is a powerful fucking one. Okay, okay, so this is okay. Okay, signs. One time, like two years ago or a year ago, um. Some okay, we were at Thanksgiving. A group of people it was beautiful time. The kids were there, family was there. We had like bought a fried turkey from the hood. Like we went and got it. <laughs> it was a special occasion, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like my friend, my very best friend in the whole wide world. We've been friends since we were five. Was dating this new guy who was weird, whatever. Um, and I brought some. Yeah, I brought somebody to Thanksgiving. Anyway, long story short, it's a beautiful day, and I walk back into her kitchen. In a very secluded corner, we had started laying out pies, one of which the pies had a knife in it. The knife had was planted deeply into this pie and had flipped out and stabbed the ground beneath it from a counter. So not like a table. There was no kids around it. There was no one around it. I was the first person to see it, and I said... Who the fuck did this? <laughs> this is fucking weird. And they're like, oh, wow. How'd that happen? Nobody saw that happen. Why is it stabbing the floor like this? And I was like, this is fucking weird. And my mind and my gut said, something ain't right here. I took a picture. I don't, I've never seen that picture again. I don't know where the fuck it is. I did take a picture because I was like, what the fuck does this mean? Went about it. It was a, such a beautiful dinner. Yo, fast forward. These niggas decide they should have a Hennessy drinking contest. Mm. They start drinking Hennessy. The mama was there. I don't know what the fuck was said. I was drinking Hennessy too. But but Luna was there. Like it was a comfortable situation. And I literally, I was really 
I had dazed off to somewhere else. And I guess they had both got really belligerent. A fight broke out. There was, like, multiple fights. There was bloodshed. It was, like, kind of intense. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the head. And, like, the kids were crying. And anyway, as a reason. was at play. Oh, at play. Demons came out. And this guy is already pretty witchy. And I already knew it. My introduction to him was, like, he's weird. Mm-hmm. And he is. But I had, we connected a lot because I'm weird. And I was intrigued, and he was open and free. And anyway, that fucking night, they got into this crazy fist fight. There was blood. And he started getting in the car and started saying some shit I didn't understand. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? He like started speaking some language. And I was like, oh, he's putting a spell on this nigga. I drive home. He was in a fight with somebody? With my friend's guy that she had brought. Um, there was just weird energy the whole night. Anyway, I went home later, and I we Googled it. What is the knife that drops, stabs into the floor means. And it was like, a quarrel is about to happen. Mm. Wow. And I was like, oh, bitch, I knew. I should have looked it up earlier. I could have left. I could have prevented this whole thing. <laughs> First, I was like, you know, niggas plus Hennessy don't equal good business. <laughs> Me and my friend, like. That's also a fact. That's also a fact. <laughs> Me and my girlfriend, who we were like low-key lesbian sisters, way too close. We were like going through shit and everything but scissoring each other's vagina to be around each other 24-7. It, it was getting heavy, and something drastic had to happen for us to say, okay, bitches. You need a break. Yeah. Break since kindergarten, up. you need to relax. And it was super dramatic, and it was super weird, and she blamed me, and it was like a, a super, it was a super misconception around the thing. Like, my perception was way off from her, so like, you let it happen. I was like, I don't remember anything. And I wasn't even that drunk. I was just like in la-la land, and... So they say they say they say there's a there's a video of me and the guy is like saying spouting some really disrespectful shit and she's like you're in a spell you're not even reacting it's like you don't hear anything and I really didn't hear anything at that time anyway the guy's really weird I'm sure I'm under a spell <laughs> <laughs> and like. There was times I was with this person and like certain songs would play. He's like a musician and like literally like bitch one time he like touched my chest like this and I was like <gasps> I felt like life come or go or something and every time he's close by I can like itch it, I can feel it. Oh you, you met this person. Mm-hmm, I did. <laughs> and it's like intense. So I just feel like um yeah, spells are real. Um be careful. And I've been a part of it. Like, did I manifest it? Was it piece of me? But I think there's a liberation in that relationship that made me see like that. You know, people are, are bound are boundless. And um, oh, and then there was like this word sex ceremony. Okay, whatever. Um, sex serum? No, not serum ceremony with like a a knife. But whatever, we'll go over that later. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just believe it's real. I believe like. If people are in touch with their shit, they are definitely able to move shit. Talk about move shit. It's been times where um, not every teacher you meet is is your teacher when you're when you're learning spirituality. And one time, I was traveling overseas to go receive a ceremony. Clearly that my spirits didn't want to happen. When I got there, we discovered that one of the key luggages, when you travel overseas during the holidays for ceremonies, you bring a lot of gifts from the U.S. 
the people in other countries need them. They need clothes. They need food. They need regular supplies. Everything disappeared. Everything that we needed for the ceremony. Okay. Wow. People, it literally turned into your same night. People got. You saw everyone's true colors. The evil came out of people. And it didn't happen. <gasps> but it was all because the luggage got lost because my spirits did not what want you go? It, me to be bound to that person. Wait, when you said that, you said everybody got crazy. I, I forgot until you said that. I hadn't even I hadn't even put it to myself yet that everybody got crazy and out of character. But that night, oh my God, that night, Cousin Chris had to follow me home and my homegirl and her girl followed me home because I could not take this nigga upstairs by, him, by myself. We put him, we finally put him to bed. Wait, wait. Oh, because he was drunk. He was drunk as fuck. Uh-huh. The like, witchy guy. The witchy guy. He passed out. He was saying crazy shit. Like, it got really weird. I, I think I got so stressed out. I, I had bought a bottle of Jack Daniels from the house. Me, my friend I've known for years, and her, like, artist. They're, like, two little lesbians. Cool. My, my really close friend. Me and the artist, who's, like, 20-something, we start taking shots. All I remember, bitches... <laughs> I put my robe on, the music started playing, I started feeling real sexy. We started playing these sh- like just going back to back, Jack. The whole bottle was full. The next morning, my homegirl says, she texts me, bitch, did you remember fucking her in front of me last night? I said, no, the fuck I didn't. She said, yes, you did. I said, wait, 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 what do you mean by fucking? Like, she's like, you were eating her pussy? She was eating your pussy in the living room floor, and I was sitting there watching you bitches. I was like, no way. But when I woke up, I was dead, dead hungover. The bottle was empty, and it was the day of Nisha's wedding. Oh <laughs> and I had to go. Like, I don't even think I was initially invited, and they, like, made room for me, and they're like, it costs money, bitch. You better be there. And I was like. <laughs> but that makes so, like, I didn't. I think even, like, I think I peed, like, I didn't even pee in the, like, I, I thought I was squatting over the bathroom. I was not myself. So the fact that I went home and did this, I well, thought. Well, Jack I, Daniels probably also yeah. contributed to that, too. Definitely. I got another spooky story you just reminded me of. But I didn't, I didn't, I never equated the spirits as to coming into me, too. Right. But that was. Oh, to anybody. But, yeah. that, but the spirits were out. And when you said that, I was like, oh, my God, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> no, by the way, if that they did me. come in, you would not remember it. But that's why, okay, and that's another thing. Liquor stores are called wine and spirits. Yes. Because. Spirits love liquor. The theory is when you get too intoxicated, your spirit is, it's too toxic for your spirit to inhabit your body. And they linger on, by, they tether, they tether close by because they can't inhabit your body. And dark spirits linger over you to, to have some fun. And that's why your voice changes. Your eyes look different. People become different people. And a lot of spirits are, dark spirits are hovering over bars because it's easy to like take over a drunk person. When you drink liquor, it opens holes in your aura from, you can scientifically see this if you take a piece of curly in photography. And those holes are where any spirit can enter, whether it's good or bad. Water. As I'm just beginning to feel tipsy. All this water. (laughs) And and but in ancient, like in history, if you study wine and spirits and alcohol, the 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 the, like the um the um the African spirits love love vices. 
tobacco, cigarettes, alcohol, wine. Oh, that's why it's good to put that on the altar. Um, yes, because it reminds them of when they were the the fun times of when they were human. Okay, so on an altar you could put like some um, like an ancestor, someone who's passed, transitioned, um, a picture, I and put, anything they used to like to eat, drink, or smoke. So like I could put weed. Yes. I don't need my weed though. If you know a specific ancestor smoked weed, yeah. I don't know. Um, How'd you get this lit? I don't know. It was hard. <laughs> Definitely are. Oh, but back to the spooky story. When I was in Haiti, I heard one of my guides, um, to get to the spiritual aspects of the voodoo, I had to use people that were from there. One of my guides told me a story that a month before I got there, his cousin was murdered. And how he was murdered was he got into an argument over his sister who had Down syndrome. Some neighborhood kids, girls was picking on her. He got he inserted himself into the argument, and they wanted to jump him. The two girls did. They were like bullies or whatever. Mm-hmm. They at the end of the story, he didn't put his hands on them, but they wound up telling them, "We're gonna make you eat dirt, and you're gonna kiss the bottom of a bus." About two months later, the boy is riding on a motorcycle, and. Like, I think he had got sick before. He had told everybody that he had gotten into the fight. So they knew to be on alert for anything weird happening. Because when you live in a, a magical place... This is in New Orleans? This is in Haiti. Oh, in Haiti. Um, when you live in a magical place like Cuba or Haiti, if you get into a fight with someone, everyone's on alert for magic because people fight with it. Um, so he was riding on a motorcycle and a tire went out. And the motorcycle slid. It put him on the ground and he was trapped under the motorcycle. A bus was coming about three miles away. And all the onlookers could see he had more than enough time to get from under the bike to the street. They said all you could see in the air was it looked like he was fighting with something or a person that was not there. And... He was trying to scream, but he couldn't because a spirit was over top of him holding Holding him down until the bus ran him over and he literally kissed the bottom of that bus, like the girl said. And then all the families went hysterically crazy and so on and so forth. But there definitely is some weird spooky shit that goes on. There's some powerful, beautiful healing shit that goes on too. I mean, I've seen people who had cancers and go see somebody, a medicine man or a bush doctor, and then come up and test completely all the tumors that go on, things of that I've heard a lot of stories like that. Uh, Like, yeah, if I get sick, I'm going to the Amazon somewhere. Fuck this shit. That's crazy. Yeah, like I'm going to my bush doctor. To be honest with you, you don't even need to. California, Native, the Native Americans on the U.S. land have so much magic that is untapped. It is unbelievable. It's have you unexplored. Done, have you done peyote? I have done peyote. I have done ayahuasca. I have done San Pedro. I have done combo frog poison. Mm. Do you feel like they did? It was like they did something that opened up something for you. No, um, <laughs> my body is extremely strong spiritually. 
So nothing, you, you were not affected by any of those things? I was affected, but mildly compared to most people. Yeah. I, I have to take a lot. The, 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 to be the, honest the, with the you, to fog? have... Oh, the poison fog is fucking serious. Oh, my God. I that saw shit. that shit <laughs> on, on Netflix. On Vice. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, it kicks in within 20 minutes, and you are hot. You feel like you've been poisoned. He was are you like, up, are you purging? Like, yeah, it's a purging drug. Oh my god! You he use the bathroom. Up. You throw up. Oh Some no! People, that shit. After I did the combo ceremony with the poison frog, I still got the burn marks from years ago, right there. Uh, they do nine of them or so. Um, but after I sat with my spirits and my spirits spoke and. They were like, that medicine is too strong. That is something you do when you have a chronic illness. Illness, like an addiction. Not even an addiction. An addiction, you take Iboga. Iboga is for addiction. Um, I have a question for you that I just thought of right now. If white people try to do... Oh my God, I was literally thinking the same thing at the same time. Yeah, like, what is... like If white people try to do, you know, any sort of... Ritual that was rooted in African, you know, witchery or voodoo or whatever. What they what? do, they have. White I know they do, but like shamans, what? white priests. Is there of something? Like, is there? True. Believe that there's something like there's repercussions to that, or there's something that they can't. They can't tap into because they just don't have that blood. Yeah, I was just thinking that. If I, veins, you like, like you took it out of my, my mouth. I was literally like in that second. I was like, I when wonder. When you start dealing with spirit, it gets very. <laughs> that isn't always true. When you start dealing with spirit, it gets well because you go to do travel to different countries and. I was just about to explain this. My brother Darian, um, who just became a priest in Africa. He just was recording his album in Milan with someone that he met in Africa. And this is a full Italian white guy. His father is an African priest and has been one for 18 years and never left Italy. A Brazilian man traveled from Brazil to Italy around and taught people who he felt their heart was pure. And my friend got readings from this man. This man is very good at what he does. He doesn't charge a thing. Meanwhile, most of us will charge you up the yin-yang <laughs> for the same services. And he has a four-story apartment specifically dedicated to cleansing. So is it... I so is it, using so is it a matter of a pure heart? It doesn't... This doesn't see race. So it is a color. birth thing. It is birth a right? soul path thing. So it has nothing to do with where if you were If you would have asked me that years well, ago... Because they may not have been black in our past life. They may not have been... They might have been black in their past if life. If you asked me this years ago, I would have said, um, they are our kids. There's no way I would ever sit under them and learn from them. But the mature version of me knows that spirit works in mysterious ways. And sometimes... Powerful spirits do inhabit some of them. Now, if we want to talk about the scale of Los Angeles where you got every Reiki master and yoga master uh, running around here, <laughs> so not true. But every once in a the blue, there are white Sangomas for sure, which is an African high priest um, of South Africa. Every once in a while, you get people who are who was meant to do it. I can't explain it why, but 
yes, there are people who are other ethnicities of all of their, I'm sure there's someone who's Chinese, whatever the case may be. It is not bound to a racial thing. Because this is just this one dimension, this mm-hmm. one this one mm-hmm. lifetime. Interesting. Um, I was thinking that. that, that was, That's weird. Uh, it, um, Suddenly it, it, it just came to me. I was like, but I but but then there's theories that the government, like whatever was in the pyramids, was taken and written down and you know defaced, and we weren't. We, if you take a people from, okay, so instance we just talked about like slavery doing it as a retaliation. If you remove people from their indigenous foods, their exercise, their habits, like it's just like taking a fucking polar bear and putting it in the Sahara. It's not going to last. Now we've evolved to eat like chitlins, but that's why certain things were high blood pressure, were high. There's certain things that were not accustomed to but if you take away our religion and our magic and you say look at white jesus he's for you you know you're confusing we're so out of whack and out of tune with like how we can deliver like manifest and how in tune we are so i think they they have they can steal it and do it right and if we have no idea what's going on Hmm. um oh speaking of ceremonies um the pigeons Mm -hmm. um jake cousin chris and i let me describe it. Okay, you so, <laughs> Yeah. Because I'll, I'll get it very clear for you. Um, so I have a special voodoo ceremony done that was done here in California by one of my elders, who's a 75-year-old Hungarian. And it is an ancestral ceremony that gives my ancestors and my gods more strength than normal. Um, you can use it to cleanse people very quickly I mean, you know what it eats, you know what it likes, you know different gifts that it appeases them, and you can resolve a lot of people's problems with it. It is a special ceremony. Most people don't know about it. It's not something that only a few people have it done. Um, And I used that ceremony to help my friend Chris and Jamil with some life path situations they were going I cleanse them with birds that I offer to their spirits with the blessing of my spirits and their spirits. And I had them make petitions and requests. And I wiped away and broke away any negativity that they had with them um, via specific rituals, so on and so forth. I think, is that a good one? Yeah, yeah. You can I, go more deep. Um, it was my first time like doing um, a ceremony that required offerings, live offerings. <laughs> um, but again, like I've always been weird and witchy, and so it's kind of strange. It was strange. It's new. I was more curious, but nothing like um, you know. I had I was I had been dealing with something all summer long that weighed really heavily on me, and I was dealing with some residual feelings from it. And I, I wanted, there was, I wanted, to, I requested this because I, I too feel like there's a block and there's more, there's something bigger that I'm supposed to obtain that, but there's blockage that's preventing me from like reaching it. And maybe there's a lesson or something I'm missing that's not allowing me to do it. Maybe I'm just an adult and I've suffered from anxiety like all other adults and <laughs> depression and life's expensive and being an adult is hard. But I was just like open to trying something new to, to lifting that. And I, I could say specific, honestly, um, yeah, 
it's been working. I felt like much lighter. We have a meeting tomorrow pertaining to something specific in the intention. And Chris has had several meetings with something. the person that he wanted to meet with yeah, for his, an amazing opportunity in his life. Yeah, his was, his was very specific. And even I have had, I made my own request and I've, I just told you I just started a new job that's pretty fucking mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure I won the lottery that was announced tonight. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'll be if so, this is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a, we live from Dubai, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who know the lottery numbers. Okay, well, we're I met someone in Haiti. He gave me winning lottery numbers several times. I know, I know a lot of people the who, night who have won the lottery because they get dreams all the time of the lottery. There's like a, a documentary on the couple. This guy plays at the same place, gets this, like gets dreams and numbers, and, and fucking wins all the time. That's insane. I and know, that's like, amazing. Hey, ancestors, I would like that to be my thing. There are also very smart uh, people of color that I've heard who know an, a mathematical formula that works mm-hmm. and win all the time. That's crazy. So... Anything is possible. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to tell you to pull up the horn. Oh, oh, yeah, I have it. Okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't like cutting you off. Sorry. Um, well, I, I just have to say, if y'all know the lottery numbers, or if I need to pay somebody to give them to me, I'll pay <laughs> that price, and I'll even, I'll even break them off. Twenty percent. I've never. Yo, I literally be having winning lottery numbers, and it is so hard for me to gamble. I don't know why. I'm not I work so either. hard for my money. Money, right? Yeah. I don't like to gamble yeah. my money. Yeah. It's called Hoping gam- to get it back. It's called gamble. I don't gamble. I don't no, I don't. I'll, I like Vegas, but I ain't gambling there. I'm Look, just blowing on the dice. $20 and, and I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's people who are just super lucky. Very. Luck is very spiritual. It can be what It can be swallowed it can be chewed it can hmm. be acquired um there are things that you can do spiritually that will absolutely finitely give you much more luck than you have like luck what? is very do spiritual. you have anything specific do you have is there like a spiritual like starter guide <laughs> i'm just i'm curious witching, like, <laughs> which, witching for them i think this this spiritual starter guy ironically is in the catholic church what, what is that so, what there are mysteries in really? the Catholic Church that I'm still discovering. Like, literally, well, well, isn't that like a black the Vatican, all of yeah. that? I there, find such conflict with that. There are so there's conflict so in everything. Pagan occult magic in the Catholic Church. Well, it's I don't believe. You I don't introductory believe, to spiritual one hundred and one. I don't believe a rosary and holy water. I don't believe that there's not magic in the church. I do believe that it was rooted in that, and then it became something else. A control, but. You can go, when you're having problems in life, you can go to the Catholic Church. When I was in Cuba, this man before I left, he told me to do this. This is an amazing spell for your family, just for blessings. You can go to nine different Catholic churches and call a mass for even the same ancestors. ancestors call a what? Mass. A mass okay. with the priest. Okay. You say, before this, this ceremony starts, you say, I want to dedicate this to my grandma, whatever. You can do that for nine different family members. That literally makes them angels. It elevates them. There's a magic and a power in it that you. And can the number nine. Nine. Nine is the number of the ancestors. You so you need nine. to go to nine different churches. Is that why you're saying nine, nine, nine And then so that that priest will then. It's dedicate very them cleansing to you, your life, 
and your ancestors. But the priest will dedicate that specific mass of that to you. To, yes. You can call the receptionist and find out their process of calling a mass for a loved one who's passed on. I mean, I believe that. I believe that when you have a room full of people that are, like you said, like I, I do believe, I do believe that. I think it's I'm, the power of intention so... manifested. No, what's happening? What? It's recording. Check so. for up. Oh. Remember what happened last time? Um, I think that um, <laughs> I think I think I just have so many issues with Catholicism just because of my upbringing with it in in school and maybe I just that's your word. It, it's not something to have an issue. We know that there's problems in it. None of these systems are perfect. There's problems in the Voodoo community, in every spirit, in the Buddhist community. Because they're using it negatively. But you can't. Not even that. But you can't focus on that. You got to get your your gems and, and take them with you and move on to something else. What's wrong? What's wrong? What? Oh, Luna. What is it? She, like, cut her. What'd you cut her with? Like a nail? Like her fingernail? What is no. this? What is it? Did you cut her? With no. her foot? I just fall. You fell? Uh-huh. Uh, and fell. You, tri- you tripped on her? You did it by mistake? Her lipstick is on really well, I just have to say. Iris? Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. Okay, let's. I'm going to put a Band-Aid on it in one second, okay? Okay. Okay. One second, please. Sorry about that. We're back. Our children are in full face makeup. I just offered uh, Jake some um, Susie Cake cupcakes as an offering <laughs> for being here today. For being here, we have chocolate. We have red. That's the red velvet. I know. He's such a nigga. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> love red velvet. Love red velvet. I know. You know what? There was that one left. I was like, either give me that or he's going to take it. <laughs> Is that your racistness coming up? No. I'm, no. A, I'm a nigga too. Shit. You wanted it? I wanted it, but I was going to offer it to both of you because I love you, okay? Bitch. <laughs> so I know this is everyone most targeted. <laughs> and Loki, I'm, I'm not eating any of these. <laughs> I'm just living through you guys. Erica has a severe sweet tooth that she like... It's no, it's not. It's more than a sweet tooth. Actually, maybe I need some healing because it is really an addiction. Like it's bad. I eat until I feel. I eat sugar until I feel nauseous, and I know I feel nauseous, and I eat more. And then I eat in private. I don't let people see me do it. So that's how I know. Oh my it's god! A yeah, you think I'm being funny? No, about this I know shit. you're not. I just realized that last weekend we went to the pool. When I told you to get my phone, you're going for like ten minutes, and you're like. And then you already told me you discovered the Oreos. I'm like, this bitch is in there eating Oreos. No, because people think when I tell them that I like sugar that I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah, bitch, I like sugar too. I'm like, no. Not but- like how I like sugar. It's like a problem to the point where I've now I've, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning and it could I couldn't. Be it is. It's chemical for me. I know it is. And at 3 a.m. I woke up this morning. I could not sleep. And I woke I up. I know because you texted me back at 4 a.m. And I was like, why is this bitch texting me? Because I wanted sugar. Mama. Yes. Okay, go back in there. I'm going to go get it for you. Close the door. Close the door if you want it. Thank you. Um, and so I had an apple at 3 a.m. And then I read Rumi. Because I started reading Rumi. Because I'm trying to, you know, read some poetry and shit. Oh, Rumi on, on the line? I was reading a collection of his poems. And it, like, helps me relax. And also, um, help. It, I read it late at night because, I don't know, like, it settles into me more and also makes me tired. It makes you sick. Because it it's so much to, like... Understand the depths of his words. Can you guys come in the room, please? Yeah. We're almost done. We're almost we have done. Five minutes. Um, that it makes me 
tired. So I was like, you know, I need to go back to sleep. <laughs> so I started reading that, and I was like, I'm not going to eat real sugar. I will have an apple. Yeah. I did that. Um, Do you want one? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> sure. I'm going to watch you eat that, That's another thing. Uh, speaking of our ratchet kids that won't leave us alone for about five more minutes. Um, <laughs> let, let me be careful what I say before the people come for me. <laughs> that Jamila's always making the kids get out the room. <laughs> yes, because I don't play. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love my daughter. She's great. You know what? Honestly, parent tip. I think because I talk to her real life. I don't always cuss. I don't cuss at her, but I'm like. You curse a lot. Shut the fuck up. Oh, there I go. That's you. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. But because I talk to her real, I, I think she understands more. Like, she's like, oh, she, oh mom's not fucking playing with me right now. Um, but I think uh, um, a good witchy parent mom thing to do at night when they're sleeping just spit some uh positive affirmations in their ear actually i do that all the time now because you mentioned that a while ago on another when we were having a talk and i do it all the time and and, you know and and i do too every time she's sleeping i'm awake i just like i love you so much you're so amazing you're strong you're brave you're beautiful you're intelligent pray 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 over your kids yeah like what do you recommend for parents i mean i know you aren't a parent but you know you have niece you have like nieces and nephews yeah like what what kind of uh, wow Every parenting tip in the book I've tried. <laughs> um, what do I recommend? A, some of the smartest kids I know have been exposed to spirituality. I, I recommend just being very open with them. So they're not afraid of it when it no, does come to no, them? No, no, no. And to be honest with you, in the voodoos, in the Ifa systems, the kids are part of it. The, the, the spirits work with them. They love them. Because they're pure spirits. And, and, and they're, yeah. they're, they're less they're The less spirits tainted. melt and come and talk to the kids first. And they're, 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 bless them and protect them. They're closest to the source. They just came out that bitch. They're less tainted by social questioning, social bullshit. So I think that's so... One time Lily was laying there and she's like, my great, 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 great grandfather. I was like, how does she even know to add three greats? And then she was like, daddies. So she specified who was like she could see. And I just think um, being open with them is the best the best thing. So they know that it's not anything to, to fear. Or that it's something, you know, someone you can tap into. So I also recommend having a rosary and holy water in their room. Mm. I need to get to on keep that. Anything. You heard that? What? He recommends having a rosary and holy water in the girls' room. Where do you get holy water? I have a cross above Irie's door. I saw that. that. Um, yeah, I actually got I was like, it oh in my Jerusalem. God, she's, she's so Catholic. When I went to, I'm not, but honestly, when I went to Jerusalem and I went to, they have. When did you go to Jerusalem? When I was working for Macy Gray at the time. Oh, I forgot. And we went to life. Israel. It was the most amazing trip I've ever been to. That was like the, actually one of the places that I, that kind of reaffirmed that, um, it kind of reaffirmed. It reminded, not reminded me, it basically brought me back to spirituality because when I was there, like, I could feel the energy. And at that point, and that's when I realized, because I had strayed so far, I'd been, I was low-key an atheist. Like, I was like, I don't believe in shit. Don't Like, don't come with me with this shit. I'm like, my mom was like, cried about it. I was like, (laughs) I'm cool. Like, because I feel like everyone's trying to push it on me. And I was like, nah. 
when I went to Israel, um, we went to the place, there's like this, there's this whole place where they have like the slab of stone where Jesus's body was prepared. They have where he was crucified. They have his cross, you know, and you go there and you can't deny the energy there. You can't deny the energy in the city. I went to the Dead Sea. It was like cathartic, you know what I mean? Like I left there and I felt like, I don't know how to describe it. There's a theory that certain coordinates on the Earth are spiritual. It's the lowest fre- point. Fre- frequent. The Dead Sea is the lowest places. point in the Earth. So the, yeah, I think like even like you said a theory. That's a fact. Yeah, fact. That's that's no longer a theory. They've had since the sixties. Germans have a device that can see the energy of a massive land of a neighborhood and fine tune that energy so well that. If it's a place where frequent deaths happen, like a hood or a mountainside where cars fly off of Or the it, triangle, whatever. Not a triangle. This It's just... You know if, if it's a low... You're talking about like the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about that. Okay. If it's a point of low energy naturally, they have a device that you can sit there and nobody will die anymore. They've had. They can change the frequency of the neighborhood. The frequency of everything. They've had this for years. There's so much technology that is in use and also not not available to the public or people don't know about it. That Um, can can navigate energy frequency. Of course, even like have you ever been to Joshua Tree and been to the Integratron? No, we should go. Well, the Integratron is basically this is sound bath. Like yeah. building, it was built directly on like certain um, points of basically where the Earth's magnetic field is its strongest, right. and it's the center of the building. And uh, it was, I think it's been there. I don't even know when it was built, like the sixties or something, seventies. Oh, you have to go. It's so close, and you can do private sound baths or you can do it with a group. I did it with a group, and it's a. It looks actually. I was pulling it up because I was like thinking about it as we were talking about wow. it, and it's this dome, and it's in the middle of the desert, and. It's round, and they, they basically put these, um, you know, these uh, blankets down, and you sit in a circle, and people play um, those the sound bowls, and they can manipulate. When you're in there, you feel the energy, and you can they can manipulate the sound, like, throughout that space. It's insane. Like, you basically, you're not, they encourage you not to fall asleep and to meditate. They can control the sound. Like literally you hear just one sound on the right side of your brain and it triggers something within you that's like, it's supposed to basically align all your chakras Mm. or help to align or tap into certain chakras and different points in your body based on sound and, um, and it's supposed to be extremely healing. And when I left there, like I felt high. Like yeah, I th- and I wasn't high when I went in yeah. there. I specifically didn't get high on purpose because I wanted to see how it really truly affected me without any sort of, you know, interruption. And I, I struggled to not fall asleep. I fell asleep multiple times, um, but you couldn't deny that. And it's like that. Then that, by my visit to Jerusalem, and that's when I brought that cross. And it was weird buying that cross because I've been so atheist, but I felt called to do it. I was like, I need this to buy is, this. This is for me, yeah. I bought two of them. I was like, I need one for me and I need one for someone. And it was before I was born. And then when I was born, I found it and I was like, this is for her. And um, so I do, I as, as much as I have issues with religion, 
I'm called to it in some way. And that the moment that I did feel connected to it was, you know, in Jerusalem. You know, well, I think like that's spirituality. That's your inner bruja. That's I was about to say, um, people who reject, it's like people who hate people. They do it because something inside of them really loves that person that they think that they the hate. hate. Right, that's true. And the same thing would be true for an atheist or a Luciferian. I don't they think really, I was, I don't think I was an atheist. I think a lot of it was teenage angst too. And just fuck you. To go against <laughs> the, the grain, the mom, the high school. Like fuck this, you know. I'm, but I think it's also the same thing of Christians. Like they love the devil. They their life is based so on, on something on, that is inside of them. And Luciferians love Christ. Um, because that's my biggest thing. I went on like bachelor a bachelorette party with um, a group of people, and there was a twin. There was both the twins were there. One liked the party. One was a Christian, and I was like. You know you want to drink. You know you want to get a little wild. Why don't you indulge on your natural urges? Do you think it would be? Do you think you would naturally urge and desire to have a little fucking fun if it wasn't a natural thing? If it wasn't oh, all those stupid rules. Yeah, like a godly so thing. Like you wanna like I've learned as a, as like a sex enjoying adult that sometimes you're gonna meet people and you're not supposed to fuck them. You know, everybody else was a fuck you're supposed to connect to, but like get some water. Sometimes you are supposed to fuck. Them. Sometimes you are supposed to fuck them, but you have to know how to fuck them correctly so that you're not like getting you you you're taking from it and not the other end. And a lot of times, most of the times, I could say a lot of people I could have not fucked. They were just cute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they were cute. I should just let them be cute. Well, speaking oh. of fucking, I feel you on that one. Literally, <laughs> we had a, we all got those. Um, speaking of fucking. We have a Hori, a, only Hori contribution that was, like, worth fucking telling. Yeah, we we actually requested people to send us their, like, dirtiest, raunchiest horror stories for Halloween. But y'all are really Wait. vanilla out here and shit. Or y'all are shy. Some of y'all didn't, we didn't even get as many as I thought we would. But it's this all good one, because this one took the cake. But can you um please mention her alter ego name? What's her alter ego name? It's at the top of the email. Call me Lola. Lola. This is Okay, for this Lola. is from Lola. <laughs> okay, it says, hey ladies, I'm a new listener and I absolutely love y'all. I'm an inspiring podcaster, just purchased my equipment. Anyway, I decided I would share a hoary and feel free to share this on the episode. My high school crush and I finally started hooking up a few years after I graduated from college. I had been waiting on this situation ship, mainly the sex, for so many years and it was bomb as I and it was as bomb as I had dreamt. I really enjoy anal plugs, but not many guys I meet are into using toys on me. So when he told me he was down, I ran to the store to pick up a new plug. Girl. Hey. <laughs> plug walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the intro yes. song to this episode. I was going to say something scary, but no, it must be plug walk. Um, <laughs> right, right. I got, um, I got to his place and he went in. He was eating me like it was his last meal while using the plug. I mean, it was hella good. I guess we got we both got carried away because all of a sudden I started feeling really bad anal pain and screamed for him to stop. He sat up quickly, but I was still in so much pain, yelling for him to take the toy out. He just stared at me and whispered, It's gone. <laughs> I asked him, Gone where? And in a panic, started searching the area for the toy. When I finally realized what he meant, my asshole had swallowed the entire plug. Don't ask me how. I don't do anal often, so I know my ass ain't that loose. I just knew I was going to end up on an episode of Sex Sent Me to the ER, and I was dreading having to explain this to my mom. But he really saved the day. Boo took me in the bathroom and for about five minutes dug up there to retreat the toy safely. 
Needless to say, he scored major points in my book, and we're still good friends to this day. But I haven't used any anal toys since. Oh my gosh. I responded, well, there goes all my anal toy aspirations. Aspirations? Aspirations. That is too much for me. I don't Get a different cup. Get a different cup. Oh my god. Um... I, this is like my biggest fear. I've always wanted to try. An anal plug? Yeah. So there's like an anal plug that's like diamond shaped and then there's the, there's the beads. They're like big, small, small, small. Mm-hmm. They do the same thing. No. Okay. I don't think I'd like the beads. I feel like, I haven't tried them, so I'm not speaking out of just pure, you know, assumption. But I feel like it would feel like you're shitting. Right, mm, like, like the different the balls the, the coming. Like, the, 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 the. I've seen strippers pull them out. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a thing where they just put them in their butt and go into class these days. The high schoolers. Do you mean yoni eggs? Or no, 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 I'm talking about your butt. Huh? They're just taking them to class and, and like stretching out their butt. At well, school. all I know is that after all that, she should have. She should have like married this nigga. They're just good friends. He went up in I there mean, and saved the day. That's a good guy. That's <laughs> a good guy. I need his number. <laughs> he <laughs> he sounds like a winner. <laughs> I don't know if he's a winner, but he is a good guy. Wait, have have you ever put anything up your ass, like a toy? No. Have you? No. Oh, my God. Honest to God, two people can't figure out how does the one water stream goes into two cups. Um, no, just like fingers, Nat- natural toys, not anything too serious. Um, so what's your horse story? <laughs> you, do you, are you pleading the fifth? I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth. Oh my God, your one you told me wasn't that bad. Oh. It really wasn't that bad. You don't want nobody knowing his business. This podcast is really not that big. <laughs> you know, I mean, nobody on is really listening. Do you have a horse? Do you have a horse? I don't have any. Horse. You don't have any, like, frightening horse? You told all the other bitches to get the horse up and you don't have not one. I mean, I've been putting them out for the last eight months. All right, let me just, ugh, bitch. I mean, I have a story where I, I was, I had a, what would you call it? A friends with benefits situation? Mm-hmm. And I decided to move on and then the next day my door was keyed from every which way possible. Is that the story? <laughs> he keyed your car? No, my house door. Your house door? Who keys house, house doors? doors? The fuck? I don't give a fuck about that deposit. The house door? I'm gonna just paint this shit over. What the fuck? That is not a hoary Jacob. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I think this hoary was pretty um, substantial. It was. It was substantial. Is that all our, is that all we, all the other questions we have for Jake? I think so. I think I we've, think... we've milked him. <laughs> we've milked him dry. Drained all his energy. <laughs> He's like those vampires I was talking about. <laughs> Good mom's fucking bad choices. <laughs> Um, give us like your Instagram, your email, if you need like designer, stylist, which doctor, 
in the LA area. <laughs> or how does that work? Do you not do you just take any client? You are specific, are you particular about the people that you very particular. Can you do you have to how do it works is is that they come they'll to you. usually say like, Oh, I'm going through this and I have a network of people who I know. If I feel like somebody, if you'll connect to someone else, I would just... Recommend them to them. Yeah. Like, my godmom is really good with women. Uh, One of my elders is really good with some gay men. And Mm. I know some other people that are really good with herbs versus some people are good with magic. Um, If you have a legal problem, I know someone that I would specifically... (laughs) You hear that? Legal problem. Get in his DMs. Even I had a problem, and I was about to travel to uh, New Jersey, and he like he recommended um, a woman's group in New York. I didn't go because I was like broke, I think. But like, it's always good to know like a good witch doctor. I know people all over. Wizard. Wait, what do you prefer, like witch doctor or like wizard or like Wicked? I don't. I mean, I used to prefer witch doctor, but nowadays I'm just a some type of shaman or a healer. Healer, shaman, spiritualist. A spiritualist is the perfect word. A spiritista, spiritualist. I like that. Um, I think that is more descriptive of me because I work with spirits. One last question: As a man, and you know, like a professional man in America, a professional man, <laughs> an active professional man. I hate you. <laughs> no. How do people? Do you find that you 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 manifest friends in a circle that under like? connects to you on a spiritual level or do you come across people who are like you do what oh you you got candles and shit like i'm good have you ever been like her people put off by your oh I've had, like other men you mean no people like well women men whatever like it's not every day Most you come across a witch doctor who come across my path are meant for your path okay. to meet me i mean i went on a job interview with it Asian woman who earns one of the biggest clothing labels in LA and she looked at my eyes and she was like can I say this to my HR person? Our HR person was like, if it's about this, if it's about religion, no. She was like, well, I'm going to say it anyway. You're a spiritual man and I can see it in your eyes. Um, but as far as... There's been a few people who did not receive me well. And spirit takes them away. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> yes. I mean, like, shit, we're here. We're here because you're supposed to, like, we're supposed to be in the same circle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, only been, like, I would say three or four people that have openly to my face. Now, there's a bunch of people. I mean, it's possible that more people don't receive me. I don't know. I don't really. You you find that you come across people that receive you well because that's who you're calling on. Exactly. That's what I yeah. manifest. I, I agree. And I feel the same way. I manifest people who need my help. And I can help <laughs> for a reason. That is my gift. I can do things to change people's lives. And that's a beautiful gift. It is. I used to think that was my I was gift. recently Sorry. actually helping someone who was in a huge legal battle. And the spirits said they're going to do amazing things for them. Are they, are they out of that legal battle? No. They're going to be going through it for at least a year mm. with big boys hmm. drop your Instagram there's no quick fix no ladies and gentlemen <laughs> nothing's a quick fix everything requires some type of energy Lesson. exchange 
if you're not exchanging money, you damn sure going to exchange time, learning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and physical energy when you're dealing with spiritual things the right way. Because mm-hmm. nothing's quick without a backfire. <laughs> exactly. Um, my Instagram is at Jake J A K E as in cake, V as in Victor, Peak as in Mountain Peak, P A K. And you can cake? reach me there. Cake. Wait, cake wait, I just cake. got so lost. At Jake Peak. Jake, Jake V. Peak. Jake V. Peak. Oh, Jake V. Peak. What do you... Well, oh. Jake as in cake. No, cake is with the C. It rhymes. What do you mean? Like cake? Like the K in the middle of the cake? No, no, no. It's... it's what? Yes. <laughs> I know it makes sense, nigga. <laughs> That's how you know I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like K. Like C-A-K. Like the K. Like the K. The K that comes later. Okay. He means Jake. K he is a kangaroo. K is in Kelly. <laughs> kangaroo. Jake V P. Jake. You can reach me there for any fashion. Just any DM business, us. Well, well, any spiritual you. needs, and I can always point you in the right direction. Thank you so much for being on our podcast and sharing your journey. Some books you could check out. Oh yeah. If um, you want to do some follow up on your own. Um, one is called Ancient Future by Wayne Chandler. Another one is called The Book on Paolo. Um, another one is called The Monks and Magic. Um, as well as... I think that's a good start. And, and if this episode speaks to you, don't take it lightly. You were supposed to hear this right now at a certain time because someone's selling you something. If those books spoke to you, go out. Go on Amazon. Pick them up. And we're going to add them to our book club on our website. and um, Try and get through them, too. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm definitely... I'm going to go back and listen to the episode and be like, wait, so what did he say about who and what? And <laughs> yeah. what happened to this because shit I'm, that I've been uh, uh, holding back for all these years because I could have been done and been... Doing and don't, I am. Don't don't take your messages lightly. They come even in the form of podcast. And I want to know if you guys have you know, if you. I mean, what, where you guys are with this? You know, yes. like our listeners. Like, if what what are what you they, like? Hell no! What the fuck are you guys talking about? Or or what have you seen? What have you felt? What do you like? Are do you tap into this? What are your rituals? You know what I mean? Share because I want to know. I'm totally, I'm totally you invested know I'm, in this now. You know I'm into it. You know how I. Feel. <laughs> I think the most amazing thing I'll end it off on this note is that these traditions have been around for thousands of years, if not longer than that, through different continents, through different world events. And even in today's modern age, they still have the answer to every single problem a person could go through on this planet Mm -hmm. and a resolution to it. And there's a reason for that. And it is available to be at your service and your help if you should so desire. Mother Nature. I hope and I share. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for having, uh, for joining us. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, you guys. I know I did. Happy Halloween. Be safe out there tonight. Um, I know it's not a weekend, but niggas are still going to be wilding. So Uber and drive safely. And we don't support Uber, Lyft. 
why don't we just order four dollars? They like said some trashy shit. Okay. Lift <laughs> and send us your Halloween costumes. I want to see y'all costumes. I want to see your kid costumes. Oh yeah, like matching costumes. All costumes we want to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we will catch you next week. Bye. Holla. Hey. Hey, blow up. My plug talk. Pick him up in the space cool. I don't let my plug walk. New freak, I had to cut my other little bitch off. 50k, you could come and book a nigga for a plug walk. You can reach me. Space coop like ET. It's the plug trying to call me. I was up chopping early in the morning.